So from 6pm today, the following measures are being put in place and they will stay in place until the 29th of March. Schools, colleges and childcare facilities will close from tomorrow. Where possible, teaching will be done online or remotely. Cultural institutions will close as well. Our advice is that all indoor mass gatherings of more than 100 people and outdoor mass gatherings of more than 500 people should be cancelled. Remember that? Seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? On March 12th, Leo Varadkar stood in Washington and told us about the calm before the storm as what Ireland now knows of the coronavirus began to unravel. This is episode one of Onside, a look at how sport in the southeast has adapted to the current pandemic. In this mini-series, we look at not just how the coronavirus crisis has impacted sport in the region, but also the social, financial and emotional effects of losing such an important aspect of normal life in this country and indeed around the world. Within less than a fortnight, a Globe's sporting calendar was decimated, games cancelled, athletes whose lives revolved around training and playing left with little other to do than isolate and try and stay busy. But for many, it meant being a little bit more inventive with their resources. Myself and a few of my housemates were all um, involved in sports, so we decided to set the uh, sitting room up as a gym. So we kicked out the furniture and brought in some a, a treadmill and weights and a, a rack and stuff, so we can kind of train away uh, that way um, and just do you know enough to kind of keep taking over. However, for Waterford's own Olympian Thomas Barr, the cancellation of this year's Tokyo Games came more as a relief than anything, even if it took a little bit longer than many expected. To be honest, postponing. Um, the Olympics and everything and, and cancelling competitions was 100% the right call uh, given everything that's going on at home. We have a much bigger battle uh, on our hands. For others, it meant real-world sports were replaced with virtual contests. One of the first to get on the FIFA bandwagon was London side Leighton Orient, who organised their own tournament, the Ultimate Quarantine. It saw representatives of 64 professional teams represented in the game go head-to-head, with Waterford one of a number of Irish sides to get involved in these shores, as press officer Niall Lonergan explains. So we saw it and we said we'll um, take a shot at And we've been involved um, in comments and remarks with big clubs. Um, so at least, you know, the club's name is getting out there. It's a good bit of exposure. It's all positive. We were very surprised to see the amount of people that firstly wanted to play um, a competition, even for ourselves. And how many clubs, particularly large clubs, that want to be involved in this tournament. So all in all, it's, um, it's been a bit of an eye-opener. Um, and it's hopefully going to be a huge... Uh, welcome distraction from the current situation that we find ourselves in. However, one of the most controversial events was to take place just a few days later. More on that tomorrow.